You're listening to the best of episode of the Toddcast Podcast. Isn't it incredible what a little adversity will do to you? Seven years ago, I had a cushy job as the afternoon host at 99.3 The Fox here in Vancouver. Did that for close to 12 years. The gravy shift, really, the three to seven in the afternoon, Monday to Friday. Insane hours, great job. Wake up literally at the crack of noon. This was before I had kids. When Chorus Entertainment decided to give me my walking papers, they said it was because of quote, the elimination of my position, although they've still got an afternoon show. Not sure what happened there. My program director at the time told me flat out that I made too much money and good luck with your future endeavors. Without that adversity, without being shown the corporate door, this podcast probably doesn't exist. Sure, they wanted me to fire up a podcast when I was in terrestrial radio, but they didn't want to compensate for the time spent. So screw that. That was not happening. Now with this podcast, there's three guests a week. We do themed weeks time to time and best ofs like this week, you're going to hear nine guests before we're through. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for joining us, for being there, checking out this podcast. If you like what you're about to hear, please tell your friends about what we're doing. Word of mouth helps out big time. Retweets on Twitter and sharing on Facebook. We see it daily, so thank you so much. Coming up in just a few minutes in Stop Me, if you've heard this before, some 41 bassist Cone talking about collecting sports cards as a kid, and you will not believe what he almost did with them. That is brought to you by our buddies at Protec Welding Steel Fabrication North Shore here in Vancouver, online through ProtecWelding.com. First, let's get to some guest highlights in this best of podcast and a few of our musical guests, all of whom are brought to you by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. You can find them at 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver. As a fan of punk, great to have Lagwagon singer Joey Cape on as a guest. And he talked about how LA's early punk scene was a big influence on him. Black Flag, Circle Jerks, you know, all the LA bands, Shattered Faith, um, just uh, anything... The, the Los Angeles stuff and the OC stuff, Descendants, everything like that, I really connected to immediately. You know, it was like, just made sense to me. But I like the British bands too. And, and um, you know, uh, it, it didn't take long till the Ramones kind of seemed like the Bible to me, like made the most sense because it was so simple and just, just I like doo-wop music. And... Uh, but yeah, it, originally it was like the LA stuff, you know. Right. Um, just those first records by those first, you know, LA, like beginning of the 80s, late 70s, but beginning of the 80s, predominantly. The first X record, the first Black Flag record, the first Circle Dirt record. Like those records were the records, you know, that we were all listening to. If you're not super familiar with Black Joe Lewis, not sure he gets a ton of radio play here in Vancouver, dig into his music. I am a big fan. I love that he shared the story of twice playing David Letterman's show. It was more impression. We just do one because if you, you screw up, you know, you kind of look like the only thing you're doing. Right. Whereas like if you're playing a full set, you know, it's not as big a deal. But, uh, and also in a yeah, full was, set, like, you know, you're truly not clicking until, what, four or five songs in, right? Like, it takes a while for you to really get to that peak playing, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes, you know, every night's different. But yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's like freezing cold in there, too. <laughs> Is it really, huh? Yeah, yeah they what, keep it really cold. What was it, <clears throat> what was it like? Do you get to talk to him at all, or? 
Uh, not really. I mean, he shook his hand at the end. Uh, yeah. You know, he's like a megastar. He doesn't really, you know. Oh, he's massive. I think I think, I think he liked this because I've noticed that he, he talked to us more than he does the other bands. Like, most of the time he doesn't even say anything to him. <laughs> right. So, he, so both times. We actually we were on there twice. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, both times he was uh, he was cool with us. And Chantel Kreviazic called up just before Christmas. She was on that tour promoting her Christmas album. And we talked about the music in her house as a kid growing up. It's The Usual Suspects, The Beatles, Supertramp, Elvis, John and Yoko, all the classics. It was Barbara Streisand. It was um, Elvis Presley. It was John Lennon, Yoko Ono. It was um, it was uh, religious sort of more... Um, evangelical Christian music. It was hmm. everything. You know, hmm. it's just absolutely everything. And then when my brothers who are older than me and my cousins who are older than me, they were like, my sisters got at me. It was like all this amazing, you know, rock and roll music mm-hmm. um, from Zeppelin to Judas Priest. Yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and then I got into my Floyd and my everything. Just, it was amazing. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe. Check them out at 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver. I'm coming home. Hey, Red Rider, I'm gonna ride on.
And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. Would you believe that Sum 41 is coming up on 25 years as a band? As of next year, they will hit that milestone. They formed in 96. A few years later, they signed an international recording deal with Island Records. Cue the windfall of radio hits, platinum success here in Canada and in the States. They've sold 30 million albums worldwide. They've been nominated for seven Juno Awards. They've won twice. Group of the Year in 2002, Rock Album of the Year in 2005. They even got nominated for a Grammy Award in 2011 for the Best Hard Rock Metal Performance for their song Blood in My Eyes, although they didn't win. Foo Fighters did. And when Sum 41's Cone called up, we talked about the music in his house as a little kid growing up. We talked about first concerts. His blows mine out of the water. Mine was Dr. Hook. He talked about sightseeing while out on tour and how Tom from Gob joined Sum 41. We talked about the changing, always changing music industry, album sales, the last records that he and I bought. We nerded out about superpowers as well. And stop me if you've heard this before. Cone talked about a comic book store he used to visit back in the day called Bookworm, but it wasn't for comics, but collectible sports cards. Yeah, there was a comic book store close to where I grew up, but they also sold um, like sports cards. Oh, so you're was, more of a card was, guy. Yeah, that was called it was so it was called Bookworm, and uh, so I'd always go over there on my bike and buy you know. Don Russ and all that stuff and all, you know, Peachy and O-P-G's. all these baseball cards. Yeah. Peachy, yeah, that's what it was. And, and, and I still have them. My mom, my mom has them. Those cards are worth bank, dude. Wow, I thought I was almost going to throw them out. Uh, <laughs> nope, don't do that. Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by ProTech Welding, a CWB certified steel fabrication shop in North Vancouver and online at ProTechWelding.com.
And right now you're going, why do I recognize that voice? They are called Good Is Gone and a cool song for them called Tall in the Saddle. They are new to Vancouver's scene, although you'll likely know most of the band members. It's Matt and Mike, the singer-drummer and the bassist of Pride Tiger, Brian from Grass City, and a dude named Adam, who, according to Matt, when he hung out at the studio about a month or so back now, Adam is the driving force of Good Is Gone. And if you're placing bets, hedging those bets, expect them to play a podcast show this summer. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Played you a band called Chase the Bear, and their song's called Home, as they're headlining the next podcast show right at the end of the month at the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe downtown Vancouver. It's volume 32 of our Friday night series, Friday, March 2-7. Good little show. It's Chase the Bear with Redwoods and Holy Tokes. Eight bucks in advance. It's 10 bucks if you wait for the door. We'll play all three bands this podcast so you can kind of get an idea as to what to expect that night. Speaking of live music, you can find info for all podcast shows and a bunch more with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. We're looking forward to podcast Cheap Thrills 18. It's an early show coming up on Thursday, March 12th. It's an 8.30 show with wide mouth Mason singer Sean Vero. At the railway, we're going to do an acoustic night with him. There's a Q&A as well. You get to ask questions too. It's only 10 bucks in advance through myshowpass.com. There's always good shows happening in Vancouver and the area. Get out there, support our local scene, our local bands. It's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry, the indie scene. Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Coming up later on in the podcast in Listen to This, The Walking Dead and Sun Records actress Anne Mahoney talking about keeping huge spoilers from the general public for big movies like Star Wars. And what needs to happen to make that happen? It's powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV service, repair, ICBC accredited. You can find them through Tedco RV Supplies, Inc. First, more guest highlights in this best of the last few months podcast and a look at a few of our recent sporting guests, all of whom are brought to you by Block E Media. Grow your business online, social media marketing, digital advertising, and a lot more. Keep up with them through blockemedia.com. Thanks to our good friends at Got Pop Concerts, you heard WWE SmackDown superstar Dolph Ziggler was a guest right around early November. We got him on the phone. We were talking about MMA with him. And would he ever consider making the jump over to the UFC like Brock Lesnar did? Uh, I mean, at my age, I don't think that it makes any sense. Uh, But I was a big, huge fan in high school. And uh, when UFC first started, back when I, you know, my friend of mine's older brother had the tapes of UFC 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Right, and, and they were uh, awesome. Was, oh, man, I was really, really into it. And uh, I, I remember, no joke, my, uh, my last year of high school, we went around the room in English class, and everyone was saying, what would you be doing in 10 years? And I was, this is probably 1998. So I, had, I said, I, I hope I can get this right, let's see. Uh, I retired on top in the WWE, hosted Saturday Night Live, went on to fight in MMA for three fights, retired, and then was coming back to my, uh, my 10-year reunion with like the Intercontinental title or something. <laughs> some, some kind of thing like that I said. Nice. And it was, uh, and everybody laughed, but I mean, 
I wasn't crazily off, but I, I, at a younger age, I was into it. Thanks to Evan at Block E Media, our sponsor for the sporting guests. He went to school with Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle Christian Covington and was like, dude, I could probably get him on your podcast. To which I'm like, ah, oh, hell yeah. Great to talk to Christian. He's a local kid from Vancouver, super inspiring talk, making it to the pinnacle of professional football. He shared the secret to all of his success over the years. No surprise, sacrifice, and a lot of it. Whatever you put your heart into being, that's what you're eventually going to do. Right. With me, it was my passion with football and the sacrifice that I was willing to, willing to do to do it to, to, in order to accomplish my dreams. And that's something that I always... Uh, take the time to be able to tell people right, um, and right. whatever I'm, whenever I'm back home or where, whenever I'm around, you know, the youth, the youth down in Texas with the many kids I've been able to be around and, and associate with, you know, my one word that I always bring up is sacrifice. And my, that's my special word. That's my S word. Yeah. Um, because I didn't, uh, you know, I, I, that's, that's all I had. That's all I, that's the only thing that was able to give me the edge to, um, outplay guys in BC. That was what gave me the, the edge to outplay people, you know, when I was at Vancouver College, when I went down to Rice, and eventually when I got drafted to Houston, now that I'm playing in Dallas. You know, that's, it's something that it's going to continue to drive me and, you know, stay with me and be with me and be my, that one motivating driving factor with me as my career continues as I, as I try to extend my career for as long as possible. It's like, mm-hmm. what is, what am I able to give up and sacrifice and not, you know, maybe not just to, in order to be here that much longer or get, you know, get that, have to get that extension or to, you know, extend my career by this X amount of years. Um, uh, whether, and it can be, it does, it, and it goes from the littlest of things to the biggest of things, whether it's, you know, literally gaining, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to bed an extra, you know, I'm going to go to bed an hour early tonight. You know, it could be something as little as that, or mm-hmm. I'm going to get in an extra uh, two hours of film study this weekend, or you know what, I'm going to do an extra uh, two laps around the football field for my conditioning or something. You know, it's it's whatever, whatever the case may be, little or right. little, medium, big, big or small, it doesn't matter the amount of sacrifice as long as you're sacrificing something. Yeah. And the result is going to be in your favor. And four-time Canadian Olympic snowboarder Mercedes Nickel was recently a guest. She's a beauty. She's a big fan of all the superhero movies that are being made. I love them, and I I don't I don't I feel bad for people that are upset that they're all coming out because I absolutely love them. Yeah. I'm a Marvel fan for sure. Yeah, I mean, like as a kid, for me, I, I mean, I collected so much. Like all my money. 90% of my money went to like, I'm buying comic books or graphic novels or, yeah. or, or whatever. So, you know, the, the, the comic geek in me is just freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> See, yeah. I have an older brother who did that. He's like a comic book fiend yeah. and I grew up with X-Men watching with him totally. and I like, when is the next X-Men coming out? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Good call. I have no idea, but I mean the, the spinoffs that, that they have too, like Logan had to be the, oh, yeah. one of the best superhero movies ever ever mm-hmm. I, I love them all sporting guests of the Toddcast podcast are brought to you by block e media inc digital marketing plans and solutions done for you and done with you online at blockemedia.com. tell me all your secrets you said showing up half caught at 3 a.m i can't keep going through the motions just every lie there's no sense in running around pretending like we're gonna stick it out 
Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. Chances are, one of the main reasons you'll know Anne Mahoney is from her role as Olivia in The Walking Dead. She was in seasons 5, 6, and 7. She was Beth in Rectify and played Elvis's mom, Gladys Presley, in Sun Records. And when Anne was a guest, she shared how she landed the role of Olivia on The Walking Dead. She had a couple near-death experience stories as well. We talked a little bit about Trump. The differences of acting on TV versus film. We talked about binge watching, her first concert, Ben Affleck as the Batman. And Anne talked about Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and how they asked the general public to not reveal any spoilers. Of course, the main one, I think we can talk about this now, the main one being Han Solo getting killed. She talked about how incredible that is to keep a spoiler like that quiet for so long. Listen to this. 
So I'm sure they had a gigantic, scary non-disclosure agreement. No, but I'm talking like yeah. even after people had seen it, the movie is already out. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody said anything. I wonder. That's that's interesting. I have not thought about that. Wow. No, I hadn't thought about that. That is pretty incredible. That it is um, right. That that didn't get out there into the public. Wow. I hadn't thought of that. I know. I'm like, how the how do they do that? How did they get it so nobody talked about it? Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. I want it, I need it. Too much ain't enough for me yet. When I see it, there's no turning round. No stalling, snowballing. One down and the next one calling. I'm all in. There's no stopping now I want it, I need it Too much ain't enough for me yet When I see it, there's no turning round No stalling, snowballing One down and the next one calling I'm all in, there's no stopping now
absolutely loving that track. It's a band called Redwoods and a strong song, No Stopping Now. And you can see those guys at the end of the month. They're playing with Chase the Bear and Holy Tokes for the Toddcast podcast, Friday Nights, Volume 32, the last Friday of every month, The Railway presents a podcast show. Friday, March 2-7, it's eight bucks, low dough, eight bucks to get in. Get tickets right now through myshowpass.com. Played you a band called Winter Youth, and their song was Half Cut. Maybe you caught those guys at the end of January. They played a show at the Fox Cabaret here in Vancouver. They played again uh, last month in Victoria. And without letting too much out of the bag, I talked to Emily and Kaz about doing something special with the podcast later on in the year, and they are down. It's basically now just a matter of time to wait to announce what we're going to be doing. It's very cool. All right, Todd's Trolls coming up in just a bit. The stupid, the mean, the hurtful, truly the funny things that people say to what you post, what you see online. This week, Muse, Jumanji Next Level, Kesha, and the 24th Winter X Games share. They bask in that spotlight. Powered by our buddies at Good Times Gin and Tonics, putting the GTs back in the G&T. Find them at goodtimesdrinks.com, also on Facebook and Twitter. Trolls, coming up in just a bit. First, back to more guest highlights in this Best of the Last Few Months podcast and a few of our entertainment guests. Now, towards the tail end of last year, we had poker player and former pro hockey player Greg Mueller call up, and he shared his first hockey memory. Jeez, my first memory. Uh, well, my dad, my, my, my dad's German and... So he had me in soccer when I was a kid, and a lot of my, my buddies at school, they played hockey, so I remember being in grade one and just asking my parents to drop me off at the rink and just watch my five, six, seven-year-old buddies play. And I just loved it so much that, that I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, uh, so I would go play soccer and then go watch the hockey, and then eventually I convinced my, my parents to put me into, into hockey, and it's kind of been my life ever since. Did you catch Riverdale actor Ryan Robbins on the podcast? Great to catch up with him. We've known each other since the late 90s, although it's been a long time since we last spoke. We got to talking about The Watchmen and specifically Alan Moore's work. Look, that, that, that won real mature literary awards. Like It, it, won, it, won, it won the bigs, you know, like a, like a novel. Um, I, so a funny story. I was shooting this movie uh, that I don't think anybody saw called Passengers, not the recent one. It was an older one with Anne Hathaway and Patrick Wilson and Diane Weist and, and the, the David Morse. It was an incredible cast. Hmm. And I was shooting this movie, and um, I knew they were looking at doing the new Watchmen movie. And uh, this was back when, like, Keanu Reeves was attached to be Dr. Manhattan and stuff. And all of a sudden, Patrick uh-huh. Wilson shows up on set, and he's got this the Watchmen graphic novel. Now, the way, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? And he's like, oh man, he pulled me aside and he sort of told me they were looking at him for Night Owl. And I was awesome. like, I know everything about this book. I know everything. Let me, and so we talked and talked and talked. Then they start shooting it and I um, uh, had gotten those those night a little bit. I was going to be in the thing. It was a whole crazy... I get this call uh, to go to the table read um, because Billy Crudup couldn't make it. So would you come in and just fill in and be Dr. Manhattan and, just, and you know, play the role yeah. with the entire cast and all the producers and Zach. And it was, I thought, well, this is my chance. And it was, it was amazing. And I looked across the table and Jack Earl Haley, full character 
as Rorschach at the table read, and I was like, oh, this guy is perfect. It was, it was so cool, man. Like, and just to look, see, like, Patrick get that call at the very beginning, and then I don't know if he had something to do with me being at the table read. And then I got cast in it, and then I had a scheduling conflict and couldn't do it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> And World Poker Tour Royal Flush Girl and model Ivy Tevez was recently a guest. And since I know she's a fan of MMA, I got her talking about how she's a black belt in Taekwondo. I started, it's really funny, I started training martial arts when I was maybe 10, mm-hmm. and only because my mom thought that I was so weak and I would just like drop like a fly anytime kind of thing. Right, okay. She was like, let's toughen you up. So I did karate. So it's just the Japanese arts first. And I noticed the first day um, they had me like fight this girl. And she's like a brown belt, which is below black belt, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was a white belt. Um, they taught me like basically the basic of just punching and blocking so with that punching and blocking, I actually won my very first like sparring, which is wow. everyone's like so surprised, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so um, I guess you would say some people would have like the talent like naturally. Mm-hmm. So that's what I had. I was natural at it. So I got really good super fast and got my black belt compete everywhere. And I knew I was good at it. So it was something I enjoyed. You're listening to the best of episode of the Toddcast podcast.
Podcast Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at milanocoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. And this week, you'll hear some top-notch online chirping that we found over these last few months. It doesn't matter what it is, no one and nothing is safe. You'd think that a band like Muse wouldn't take much heat. After all, they've won a couple Grammy Awards, a couple Brit Awards, five MTV Europe Music Awards, eight NME Awards, over 20 million albums sold. They released their 20th anniversary box set at the start of December. It's called Origin of Muse. Oh, good. Another Muse album I'll never listen to. 20 years and not one good song. Who cares? They're as dry as Melba toast. Ugh. Did you go see Jumanji The Next Level in theater? It was released December 10th. Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, they're all back. This time to rescue one of their own. Never fails. Jack Black will ruin this movie. Robin Williams is rolling over in his grave. We need another Jumanji movie like... I need a fork in my eyeball. Have you heard Kesha's new album? She's sold over 130 million albums worldwide, and yet she still gets her fair share of trolling. Her new album was released on January 10th. It's called High Road. Nothing, and I mean nothing, could make me listen to this steaming pile of music. Can you hear the air quotes? Finally, something that sucks more than RedTube. Oh, look at that. The dumbing down of our musical society is complete. And the X Games are always fun to watch. This year's, the 24th edition, were held in Calgary from January 23rd through the 26th. Good thing weed is legal in Canada, because you're going to need it if you want to watch this for anything more than two minutes. Whoa, brah. My slacker ass will be glued to the couch. No stoners were harmed in the making of the X Games. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Good Times Gin and Tonics, putting the GTs back in the GNT. Check out goodtimesdrinks.com. Take it in the stride, I know, but I don't want to take it slow. Tell me I'm gonna die. Tell me what it could be worth Oh, I've been walking around there Long before my head hit the dirt Tell me what it could be worth Oh, I've been thinking about this so long I feel right through the earth Tell me what So long, it 
And that's their song called Killing Time. I'd be willing to bet that you're going to see that one live at the end of the month. The last Friday of every month, as mentioned, The Railway presents a podcast show, Downtown Vancouver, Volume 32, Chase the Bear, Redwoods, and Holy Tokes. Great show. Eight bucks. You can't beat that. Myshowpass.com for all podcast tickets. You heard a band called Hazel Blackburn, and their song was called Swamp Fortress. Last I heard, they were working on new music so hopefully we'll hear that sooner than later maybe we'll get them playing another podcast show really good live band if you hear of them playing near you make it a point to be there looking forward to our next podcast you're going to love this one WWE superstar Raven is a guest if I don't if I'm not successful I'm still not a failure because the only failure is the guy who doesn't try you know as long as you try you're a success Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how bad you bomb but as long as you try, to me, you're a success. Yeah, totally agree. I had my college degree to fall back on, and uh, and I decided to make a, a start of it. And then I uh, went to wrestling school, and then basically, you know, that was the start of the whole thing. Joining legendary WWE Raven next week, refused singer Dennis Lixon and Canadian radio personality Danae Johnson. And that's going to do it for this one. Episode 217, a best of the last few months of the podcast. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you again for listening. Please tell your friends, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, comment and rate the podcast. It helps out big time. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. You can find a taste, a link to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you know you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. It's cheap. There's contact info at the homepage. Let's hang out, have a beer, have a coffee, have a chat, and see what's up. Till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca.